whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you're producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am so excited to have my next guest, Alicia Long, who is the co-founder and CEO of an incredible company, called Nutter. And we were recently introduced by a mutual friend, Megan Asha. So thank you, Megan, if you're listening. Big shout out to you for making that intro to an amazing entrepreneur who has an incredible product and company. And uh, my 22-year-old daughter just hollered in the room, tell her we think it's awesome. It's so good. So uh, (laughs) we're so, so excited. So Nutter is a lifestyle and wellness brand on a mission to make healthy plant-based milks, accessible and convenient through the use of their innovative product, the Nutter Machine. And the Nutter Machine is so much fun, uh, in available in a ton of stores. 
but also available online. Alicia was an honoree of Inc.'s 2023 Female Founders 200 list as well. And you may have also seen her on Shark Tank in season 14. Like I said, she's a force and I'm excited to have her here with us today to share her story and know a little bit more about her journey, building Netter, all of the incredible lessons I'm sure that she's learned along the way. So let's get started. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you so much for having me, Kara. So excited to be here. So uh, you've achieved tremendous success as an entrepreneur, and you've barely gotten started on this journey. I read uh, a little bit about your background. So incredible. So you immigrated to the U.S. at the age of 18. Such a brave move. And I bet you didn't snap your fingers and become who you are today. There were lots of twists and turns along the way. Can you share more about your upbringing and what were some of the biggest life lessons you learned maybe from some people that uh, were raising you? Yeah. Um, thank you for, um, you know, the, the intro in, in I, uh, I'm really grateful for this journey because, uh, I was, uh, and, and well, as an immigrant moving to United States and that was not easy, um, because, uh, I actually came to the United States right after my dad's passing because he had lymphoma cancer and, but his dad wish was, uh, for me to be able to get higher education and be able to fulfill his dream that he was never be able to fulfill. So, um, so with that, and I, my mom basically gave me everything to pay for my tuition and I'm just super grateful and I can never, you know, really repay her. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like, you know, all that was my motivation, my drive, um, to really make my family proud. Um, and that one day that, you know, not only just financially, but also be able to achieve. I just remember when my dad said, no matter what you do, do the best that you can. So um, he was an electrical engineer. And obviously for me, it was a very different journey. And my family has always been an entrepreneur, in entrepreneurship. And then growing up, my first uh, interview that I observed was when I was 12 years old. And my mom brought me into the interview that she was interviewing somebody and trying to hire and and I, I got to, you know, basically grew up in that environment. So um, I went to the Ohio State University and then studied marketing. Um, and I just fell in love with branding. I, I fell in love with the promotions, marketing, just all different ways that people get the brands out there. And I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. Now, how do I apply it in the real world? Right. And then what I learned before, you know, from 10, 12 years ago, that definitely does not apply now. Um, but when I was, uh, working at, uh, Google and, and I was working in tech for, you know, eight, nine years as a, a executive recruiter. So I recruited a lot of, um, really smart, the brightest people, um, at, uh, self-driving robotics, machine learning. So, uh, what I saw is what I really got excited was to look at all these startups, right. And a lot of engineers that came from startups. And then I got, the chance and opportunity to build startups from just a couple engineers to a couple hundred people, and then eventually an exit and IPO. And I saw that um, the startups trajectory just skyrocket, right? The enterprise value just skyrocket. And I was like, wow, that's phenomenal. And it takes a whole organization. It's a, it's a team effort. So given my background of recruiting, as well as marketing, 
and, and I think we, ha- we share a pretty similar story uh, is that during the pandemic and when everyone was, you know, working out from home and then, uh, well, I became pregnant and then I was on um, maternity leave. So, and I, I'm a lactose intolerant, so I can't drink dairy. So I drink a lot of almond milk and oat milk and a lot of big brands. And uh, uh, I realized it has a lot of sugar and I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant too. So, and I read your story and I was like, wow, it's just, you know, you have to watch what you eat and what you drink. I had to prick my fingers four days, uh, four times a day. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe how much junk that they put in those store-bought plant-based milk. All the emulsifiers, gums, additives, sugar, rapeseed oil, canola oil. And I was like, ew, like, I don't want to pass it down to my son. Um, so that was kind of my own problem that I wanted to solve. And I just remember one day that I looked over my counter and I saw an espresso. And I remember when I was in school and I studied Harvard Business, uh, you know, uh, uh, study about Nespresso and it just very much of uh, a fantastic strategy, right? And you just, you know, have the hardware as the entry point and they really get consumers to have that lifestyle change of making your own barista quality coffee at home. And I was like, why can we have a barista quality, like, or just really high quality plant-based milk with a touch of a button? Mm-hmm. And that's when the idea was born. And uh, my mom had just, you know, made some fresh plant-based milk. She made walnut black sesame milk sweetened with dates. And that just blew my mind. My taste buds were just like, whoa, like this is plant-based milk. It can't taste this good. And I had no idea. And I was like, every single Pregnant women, women, men, old, elderly kids deserve to drink this. This is so nutritious and it was good for your health. It's good for your brain. And um, that's when I was like, wow, I wanted to make it available everywhere. Every single household should deserve to drink that fresh plant-based milk, not the, you know, the, the overpriced water in the box. Right. So that's kind of what sparked my um, interest in entrepreneurship and the the rest is history. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, 
Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So you didn't have any experience uh, developing a electronic uh, machine. I mean, you obviously worked in tech, but this was totally new and, and it was an idea that wasn't being done and you kind of wanted it for yourself, it sounds like first, but also uh, really believe like you could share it with a lot of people who would be interested 
too. Yeah. And I think that that's a very similar uh, kind of story to many founders who are starting a company. I love it. How would you describe Nutter and its mission within the health and wellness industry? Like how, how are you sharing what you're doing, not only with consumers, but also with other people in the industry, whether it's uh, people that have invested in the brand or, um, or advisors or any people mm-hmm. that you've connected with? Our mission is very simple. It's to change the way we milk for a better future. Uh, because the motivation is that, you know, I am concerned about the food chain, um, you know, the, the transparency, right? Because we grew up drinking uh, Nesquik or drinking uh, a lot of, uh, you know, sugary drinks. And, and uh, we were just trained like sugar is, it tastes good. And, you know, hey, if you're, you know, pave and you get sugar or like, you know, chocolate and, you know, but look at the, the society, there's a lot of over, you know, overweight individuals and let can lead to long-term, you know, disease or illness and, um, you know, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, et cetera. If you, uh, don't watch what you eat and what you drink. So really our mission is to provide the transparency in the uh, food chain. And really for my mission, um, you, you know, coming from tech, because um, food tech was rising and um, and, and uh, I looked at the food tech industry and thinking, wow, like 90% or even more, 95% of the food tech companies were funded by men. Mm-hmm. and But women has very special relationship with food. And women also, 80% of the women make selections of food at home. So why do we get, you know, you know, to have men to, to, to make that, you know, decisions on a higher level, but, you know, and, and really from a consumer standpoint, I, I just really think that, you know, me, myself as a consumer, I can relate uh, to a lot of consumers that have the struggles and have the, the, the problems that they're looking to solve. Definitely. So I'd love to hear some insights into kind of the development process when you were deciding, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go and actually develop uh, this machine in order to fulfill your dream of actually starting this company. But what was kind of the first step? You had to figure out exactly how to develop the machine, right? Yeah. Well, I, I would say I have some unfair advantage. Uh, my husband is a 16-year uh, mechanical engineer, so that <laughs> that helps saving a lot of engineering costs. So uh, he volunteered. And he's a co- co-founder. He's a co-founder, but for the first year, he donated his time, um, basically uh, worked for free <laughs> for the first year. And, you know, it was just a lot of evenings, a lot of, uh, you know, weekends, and then we turn our kitchen into our lab. And then we um, basically just test out this machine. Um, you know, we had a, a several different iterations and different versions. And, um, you know, he just, you know, studied the, the electrical himself and filtration, mechanical and structural. Um, and then, but the most important thing is like finding that supply chain, the co-manufacturer that was able to, you know, help support us. So I think the first step is really important to find a partner that you are able to trust and uh, work with. Um because uh, there was a lot of the manufacturers and they, uh, you know, they wanted the MLQ to be like 10,000 units. And then we're like, well, we just started out. And, you know, I was working two jobs and I was being pregnant at the same time. 
and um, to to fund the business, uh, you know, I had to work a, a separate job. So, um, but you know, I was like, well, the first order we can only do a thousand. Can you do that? And then, uh, so we after interviewing probably hundreds of manufacturers, and I was like, finally, we got one that 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 believes in what we're going to do and uh, willing to uh, move the minimum order quantity down to a thousand. That's how we got started. That's amazing. And what year did you technically start then? Uh, it was 2020. 2000. So three years ago. So right in the middle of uh, COVID, um, kicking into gear. So what an excellent time uh, to get started. Probably was super, super crazy. How long before when you actually decided that you were going to start the company to actually having a product? Um, probably took over, uh, a year, okay. uh, for us to, you know, figuring out supply chain, manufacturing, we didn't have, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, funding to start. So we bootstrapped for a long time, uh, until we are, uh, probably earlier. Yeah. 2022. And then we started raising, uh, funds in order to scale our first batch. Uh, I remember we, Start. We launched in July uh, of 2020, July 2021. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, for the first five months, we just, uh, um, we sold out three times. <laughs> so uh, that was the $800,000 that we made in the first, uh, we've, we did, yeah, first year. So, so within five months. Uh, and then uh, we just knew that was a product market fit. Um, and then we just decided to to raise capital to, to scale. So you talked about product market fit. Uh, so what strategies have you deployed to build a strong and loyal community uh, that around the Netter brand? And how important do you think social has been to not only build this community, but also help you figure out product market fit? Yeah. So I think community, um, it's, you know, one is like data, right? And then we surveyed tons of our existing customers and then just asked like, Hey, what prompt you to purchase our product? And what do you like about what do you don't like about? Um, and then from there, we found out a lot of, uh, customers, like where do they shop? Right. And then, uh, they're very health conscious. And then, uh, very much invested in what they eat, what they drink. Uh, so we don't necessarily target everybody who drink milk or everybody who drink plant-based milk. We, uh, our defined groups of individuals are, uh, people who are health conscious and, uh, want things that are natural or organic or whole foods. And, um, they understand the importance of ingredients. And, uh, so yeah. And then from there, you know, usually is the the moms, the uh, you know, nutritionists or dietitian chefs. They cook at home and actually read labels. Um, you know, of what what goes on the on the uh, nutrition facts. So, um, and social has been uh, really how people found us, right? And then when we got on the call with QVC, they're like, "We've seen you everywhere." <laughs> so, and uh, William Sonoma, like president, saw us on on uh, Instagram and had their associates reach out. And I was like, "Wow, how do you find us?" They're like, "Instagram." <laughs> that's then, amazing. So most people know us from that's, e- either from Instagram great. or from yeah, or from you know Shark Tank or PR. Yeah. So 
uh, Instagram definitely helped. And, and now we're on TikTok doing a lot of t- live streaming uh, to be able to help engaging with our community. I bet that's like a huge market for you, being able to people actually seeing how you do it and, and make it work. And it's so much fun. You and I were chatting. I was making some hemp milk last night and the cashew and it, it is absolutely so delicious. So it's, uh, I haven't gotten through all of the different flavored uh, ones that you're doing too, but it's just really, really unique and uh, so much more yummy uh, than some of the other products that are out there that are, uh, you know, store-bought. So, and plus it's just a lot of fun and lots of nutrition in there too. So how do you keep up with like, there's so many different uh dietary preferences and nutrition uh, trends that are going on. I mean, I just mentioned hemp. Uh, A few years ago, hemp wasn't even something that people were actually drinking. I mean, how do you, you must have to keep track of so much that's going on. I mean, you're, you're really setting trends in many ways too. I mean, you're helping people figure out recipes and how to actually uh, take cashews and turn them into something beyond just straight cashews. So how do you keep track of that? I mean, it's just a lot of work. Yeah, we have a very, a team of uh, talented uh, recipe developers and uh, also nutritionists and dietitians, uh, food scientists that actually help curate these uh, recipes. And we also have a very supportive community. So people actually share recipes all day long and you know, it's really, uh, and I praise our, uh, you know, customers and how creative they are. And there's sometimes when they are making like vegan cheese and they can actually make hummus, like vegan hummus in the nutter machine. I was like, wow, I did not even know that. <laughs> and then because they have the heat function, so you actually can make like tomato bisque as well. So we actually have a community of people exchange and share the recipes and just very organic way. And then people would tag us like, Oh, look what I create. Um, so it's a very, uh, interesting, you know, and sometimes when I, I love just go on the social media and then just see who tagged us and, you know, um, people, they get their kids involved and their family involved and when they make like, you know, different recipes. And then we posted them on not only social, but on our website as well. And we also have an app so a mobile application that captured all of the new recipes and was shared with, you know, hundreds and thousands of customers that we have and just new recipes every single week and uh, to inspire you to hopefully, um, you know, to motivate our customers to, to make healthy drinks for, for them and their families. I'd love to hear any great stories from your journey with, with Nutter that has had a significant impact on you personally. I always tell people that you know, those first letters that you get from consumers telling you how it's, you know, changed their life, right? And uh, thank you so much. I mean, it's such an amazing um, boost of confidence, right? Especially on those crazy days. Do you have any great stories that you can share? Yeah, I think my favorite one is like our customers. I just love to read their comments. Uh, So and customers will say, wow, I feel like I just discovered fire. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I was like, wow, you know, people just didn't know. Like every time when uh, we go to trade shows, 
and then uh, at an Inspire Home show, and then we just like have people lined up at the booth, and you know, we we got just a lot of incoming like distributors are interested in us and international uh, as well, and uh, they're like, wow, I didn't know you can do that. I didn't know you can do you know cashew hemp milk or you know walnut sesame milk or you know all these different um, you know recipes, and our uh, you know blends are really came from our consumers, their feedback. And we have top five flavors and we have matcha and chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. These are uh, typical, the milk flavors, but also turmeric, uh, turmeric and ginger. That has been very, very popular and almost sold out every time. And um, so, so these are the top five flavors. And then we also, you know, get questions a lot, you know, just, Hey, can you put collagen in there or can you, put calcium or vitamins, minerals, superfoods, um, spirulina, lion's mane. And then we get all these questions and we're like, wow, these are so amazing because, you know, these are actually what consumers want and they want to have functional benefits with whatever that they drink. They don't want those preservatives. They don't want those sugary drinks because they are, they don't benefit their health. What they do want is that, Hey, I'm a mom. And how can I get rid of my mommy brain fog in the morning? And as my, you know, personal experience, mommy brain never goes away. So I always put lion's mane in my matcha latte in the morning and I make it with cashew. And, and I was like, and I just, you know, replace that, replace my coffee that gives me all the, you know, jitters. And, you know, I just drink matcha latte with it, you know, with uh, cashew milk every morning. And I was like, well, you know, I shared it on, I think it was a, uh, Instagram live with 600 people watching my life. And then they're like, wait, so you can put lion's mane in your drink and then in your cashew pen milk. And I was like, yeah, that's what I make, I make every morning. And then they're like, wow, like I want to try it. And then it just kind of like went viral and, and there it is. So this is our first blend. Uh, it's actually our matcha. Uh, it has mental clarity, uh, functional benefits. Hmm. And after you drink this, you probably don't want any coffee. And then total caffeine is like 30 grams instead of like 200 grams. And I was able to drink it when I was pregnant. So, um, which, you know, is really, you know, really nice for pregnant, uh, you know, women. And, and uh, it also has spirulina for their good for their skin. So, um, and, and I was like, wow, why, why do we need the preservatives and rapeseed oil and all all of that nonsense when you can just make it your own and we make it simple and convenient for consumers. What is the most challenging aspect of building a company? Do you think? So there are many, um, I would say there are different levels <laughs> of problems. I'm sure that you, uh, you know, have a similar experience or, you know, obviously a much, much more experience than I have. So in the short amount of you know years that I have built, you know, I would say, you know, when we first started and I would say the, the challenge when we were year one and we're like, um, just trying to get like $300,000 in, you know, Thanksgiving, uh, day sales. And then we're like, wow, it's $300,000. And just, you know, when you first starting out, just like, oh my God, I felt like a lot. And then how do we get, you know, $50,000 as the advertising budget. Right. And then that was my kind of level one kind of problem when I first started. And then uh, this business grew and grew and grew. And just like now looking at that problem and be like, that was level one problem. And I had no idea, 
you know, at that moment you felt like there was a level 10 problem. Right. And then, but and it's always kind of like, when you look back on your high school, like whatever the, you know, high school problem you had before. And when you were in the moment, you're like, Oh my God, you know, sky's going to fall. And, (laughs) but then after you solve that problem, you're like, Oh, that was nothing. (laughs) It's not bad. So, um, you know, I, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the challenge was always, um, to balance, um, in between, um, you know, the growth and, uh, um, you know, finance, financials and making sure that we are not, uh, growing, uh, too fast or, you know, we wanted to grow sustainably in the long term. Um, and then, so that's what we, um, you know, learn and, and figure out, optimize and along the way. Um, the first try is always hard. Um, but once we make some mistakes and we figure it out and, and we're able to come out of it and, you know, and we make way better decisions now, way better, smarter, um, you know, business decisions and just capital efficiency, market efficiency. Um, I'm not, we're, we're just getting started. Right. And then once we, you know, kind of get to that level two problem. And now we're just looking forward to how do we solve the level three and level five problems? Um, just taking one step at a time. That's amazing. So if you could go back, what would you tell yourself uh, about those about those moments? I mean, you touched on this a minute ago that, you know, you'll get through these hard things, right? I always equate being an entrepreneur to uh, building a puzzle. Right. You have to be okay with, um, you know, knowing that sometimes you have to stop and come back to something or, you know, you can't really come up with the answers all the time immediately and that you have to just keep digging at it and just keep working on it. It's a, it's a problem that you have to solve, um, a puzzle that you have to solve. But I'd be so curious what you would say you would, you know, to your younger self as you're, jumping into building a company. I mean, you've taken on amazing things, including uh, coming all the way across the world um, alone, right? To, to start something that not too many people do. But I'd love to hear from you, kind of what would you tell yourself maybe is a little different than how it played out? Yeah, I... Um, so to share a little bit of story of uh, my first job out of college and... Uh, um, it was actually selling cable door to door. Um, and <laughs> so that experience, I actually did that for five years. Um, and it was just a lot of, I did that intentionally because I know I need to grow the tough skin, uh, to learn how to sell and how to handle objections. And, um, you know, for the first five years and after I pivoted and I just felt like it was big waste of time, five years. Oh my goodness. Like, why would I, like, why would I do that? But fast forward, I think that was the greatest experience I've ever had um, because it taught me not only just the tough skin, the work ethic, the positive attitude, but also it just perseverance. The ability to be able to take on one more no is so incredibly valuable because, you know, now fast forward 10 years from uh, 10 years later, I'm still knocking on doors. I'm still knocking on the every single, uh, you know, venture capital store and family offices store. And, you know, had I not experienced that before, I wouldn't be able to keep going because I would just be like, oh, this is too hard. And, 
you know, I, I, I couldn't raise my first, you know, a million dollars or $250,000 and I give up. And now I'm just like, you know, thinking that every single door that the, the person behind that door is a completely different person. Mm-hmm. They never seen you before. They never heard your last rejection before. And if you can just put on that face, that smile face, and then just pitch them again and again with same enthusiasm, and eventually it's going to get the yes. And I'm a firm believer of that. And that's how we raised the $2 million. And that was a seed round of, I probably got 200 no's. Uh, and then, but I, I just got that yes that, that we needed. So I would say the door door experience was the most valuable experience. When you were in the moment, you just feel like, gosh, it was a waste of time. But now looking back, I just feel like that was the most valuable experience I've ever had. That's awesome. It also seems like uh, you and I have had a, a bit of a conversation, but it seems like you're not afraid to reach out for help too. It, when you have a problem that you're trying to figure out, you're obviously a very smart, very intelligent person that just is jumping into an industry that she knows nothing about or didn't know anything about when she jumped in. But I think your ability to um, network and and take on a problem and and keep going uh, until you figure out who can answer that question is such a critical skill for any entrepreneur. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, I think, uh, especially during the pandemic, and I crave that kind of connection because sometimes when we are working by ourselves and we're just like, you know, so alone and, you know, you know, not getting the result that we want. And then we're just so, you know, down or doubting ourselves. And, you know, and when I get any opportunity to chat with other founders or entrepreneurs and people who I want to be in, I will, you know, I, you know, I feel like, Hey, I, you know, just don't be afraid to ask. And I was like, I never like thought that I would be, you know, uh, able to connect with a, you know, a founder from hundreds of millions of dollars and like who I want to be. And then, um, but I just asked, Hey, can I get on the call with you? And, and I think that kind of courage. And then, um, also it helps me in my, in my difficult times. And then it drives me because, you know, I think we, we all at some point need help. And then, um, so reach out and, and, you know, cause we, we can only, you know, this is the, our world that we're living. So in the, when we connect with other people who has been through that route before, and I just feel like we can connect and, Oh, I'm not alone. It's not just me. And then, you know, I just remember that when we talked about it and I'm like, Oh my goodness, I didn't know. And a lot of information is all about information that we get. And that I'm very grateful that I'm lucky enough to, to have the connection of people that I surround myself with. Even sometimes it's not, face-to-face if it's not you know over zoom even just podcasts that i listen to and and my um the the person that i look up to a lot and you know there's so many uh female entrepreneurs that i look up to um kara is always one and uh, also i i (laughs) i look up to um uh, jamie kern lima and Mm -hmm. she's one of my favorite uh entrepreneurs and and just all that 
um, difficulties and, and uh, a lot of things that she has been through. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if she can do that, and then that gives me the confidence that I can do that too. So it's just a little bit of like me too. And and when things are not going the way that, that we want it to be, there's always the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, but, you know, I think by talking to, um, you know, people have been through that route and, and also surround yourself with um, people that you want to be. And, and that gives me the confidence to keep going. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that is such a beautiful way to end this podcast. So, so great to meet you, Alicia. You are doing an incredible job and uh, I wish you all the best. And everyone needs to go online. Uh, as you mentioned, many stores are hearing it, including Williams-Sonoma, uh, but definitely you can find everything online. She also has the cashews and the hemp and all of the different uh packets that you mentioned, the matcha and the strawberry and chocolate, lots of great, great things that you can use with the Nutter machine. So I uh, really, really hope that everybody gets online right now and gets a machine. And Alicia, thank you again for talking to us about your journey and your story and uh, have a great rest of the week. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. And Kara, you always... uh are so kind and, and about your time. And, and I really, um, I'm excited to be part of uh, the, the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.